And welcome to another episode of Foolish Thoughts. This is Joseph Barone of A Fool for Learning. And our foolish thought for today is orientation training for sales generators at the Kensington Sales Group. Periodically, I like to invite someone to my podcast to discuss training. And so in this episode uh, and the next, at least the next one, uh, I've invited Mike Dombo, president of the Kensington Sales Group, to join me. The Kensington Sales Group supports companies that sell to the public sector through lead generation and market research. And this is a whole new area for me, by the way, folks. I've never dealt with this, so this is a whole new thing, and I'm going to be learning just as all of you. Mike has 25 plus, is a 25-plus year sales vet uh, with both uh, startup and large company experience, and he has been selling to federal, state, and local government agencies. And in 2016, he decided to go out and set up his own place, his own business, and founded the Kensington Sales Group to help bring innovative technologies to the public sector market. Prior to 2016, Mike worked in the federal government, with uh, worked in federal government contracts consulting, and even founded a company called Civic Us, Civic US, Civic Us, Civics, a research organization serving police, fire, and sustainability offices in state and local government. Mike is active in the local community in the ancient order of Hibernians, and just as a side note, the AOH was founded not too far, literally a, a five-minute walk from where I grew up on the Lower East Side of New York at St. James Church in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. So I'm very familiar with AOH, but he's also involved very heavily in Catholic charities. Mike holds two undergraduate degrees from Lafayette College and a master's certificate in project management from George Washington University. So Mike, welcome. Morning. Thanks for having me. Mike. Before we get into the training aspect, can you please explain to our listeners and even to me uh, a bit more about what is lead generation? Yeah, so it takes uh, several forms. The flavor we offer mainly is cold calling and emailing to prospective customers on behalf of our clients to uh, locate, qualify, and ultimately attempt to schedule meetings with the right people and get them going into the sales funnel. And Mike, how large is your company, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, we are 13 people today. Okay, okay. And, and my understanding for you is that your company is expanding. Yeah, it's been uh, very interesting times, as they say. Um, during COVID and post-COVID, we've uh, found pretty substantial growth where uh, people want to do more. They need uh, more help getting out into the market and it's uh pretty daunting if you especially look at state and local mm -hmm. how many agencies there are and how much ground there is to cover okay so our our focus today is on training of employees and so let's focus a little bit on orientation and when i mean orientation i mean what do you do when you bring on a new employee and i, and I guess mike when you bring on a new employee, there are two types of employees that you bring on. One, person who has never done this before. And second, the person who has done this before, but done, of course, for another company. So let's focus, Mike, if, if you don't mind, on what happens when you bring on a person who has never done lead generation before. Take us through that process a little bit. Sure. So without getting too much into the recruiting process, 
once we have somebody we've identified wants to do this kind of work, they want a career in sales, but they haven't done it before, you really start with the basics. I always tell people uh, when the phone rings, you typically have a few questions in mind. Who is it? You know, where are they calling from? Who are they? What do they want out of me? And what am I going to have to do as a result for having taken this call? So we walk them through the psychology of the cold call and introducing yourself, explaining to them who you are, where you're calling from, and what it is you're calling about relieves the first two. And then through the conversation, ultimately, you'll introduce you know, what it is you want out of them as a result if they're interested. So the basics, I think, are the only difference between the two. We, there are a lot of bad ways to do lead generation, um, but we really uh, strive for that direct approach. So uh, the, the easier of the two, quite frankly, is somebody who hasn't done it before because they haven't necessarily developed any bad habits. But what we uh, will do initially is walk them through that process the way we do it and uh, then uh, fairly quickly get into a pretty deep dive into what our client does, how they want us to represent them in the market, and what they're going to encounter uh, when they get on the phone and start talking to prospects. Okay. So your training for a person who's never done this before really takes two parts. Part one, how to do it, psychology behind it, probably how to overcome some objections. And then the second part deals with the specifics of the client they, they're being asked to represent. Is yep, that correct? That's exactly right. So in the first part, new person comes in. You're not hiring 20 people, 30 people at a time. You're hiring a one person here and a one person there. How do you go about doing that one-person training? Do you bring them in? Do you train them remote? Tell us a little bit more about the logistics of that part. Yeah, thanks to COVID, again, we've gone remote uh, entirely. So we will do video calls initially. We also do some ongoing training that way. Uh, but it will be remote. They'll be at their computer on video. Uh, so we can also do sh screen share, show them information online and how we do things. Uh, but mainly, um, yeah, I mean, we have people far afield now. We used to all be right here in Kensington, Maryland, mm -hmm. but uh, now we have people who are expats working in South America. So it's, you know, a little bit harder to bring everybody together. Uh, I do tend to prefer to have, at least, you know, since we're small, small classes. So uh, two people is ideal. It doesn't always work out that way. Uh, but when you have people who are in the same boat, there's a little bit more camaraderie and it's not uh, you're an individual floating out there, you know, on your own. You, you have somebody else to relate to. Uh, ideally, um, you run them as a class where possible and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's tailored to the individual. So okay. if we find uh, they need help in one particular area or they're just uh, quite unsure of uh, something we can dedicate more time to making sure they're comfortable. A lot of what we do, uh, frankly, is just having confidence in your ability to do it and uh, being able to quickly grasp new concepts and convey that clearly to uh, somebody that you've never spoken to before. So how long is this orientation program? I guess that's probably the easiest term to use. How long in a duration is this before they actually 
start making that first call to a potential representing their client. Yeah, I am a firm believer that people should hit the phones day one. Being said, the first half of that first day will be orientation and onboarding. A lot of what we do is very scripted. Clients will uh, painstakingly go through with us how they want us to uh, represent what they do. Uh, and words matter. If you say the wrong thing, somebody gets a completely different um, idea of, of what you do and tends to not go well from there. So initially, uh, especially if they haven't done this kind of calling, we really encourage them to stick to the talk track or a script, if you want to call it that. And then as they get more comfortable with the subject material and the prospects, um, they can add their own flavor to it, if you would. But the essence of it is always the same. Call them up, introduce yourself, tell them where you're calling from and why they you know, might care about it, and then simply ask them if they'd like to learn more. It's the, the process is generally the same. It'll be the content that changes from one client to the next. Okay. Day one, whatever day it is, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, bring them in. They do the first half of the day as onboarding, second day is, uh, is calling. What happens at day two? Do you kind of meet with them, review what they've done? Do you record what they do? Um, what do you do after day one? Because you can't just leave them out there hanging, right? No, of course. Uh, well, we do what I call a ride-along. Uh, we don't record calls. Um, don't know if you're aware, in the state of Maryland, it's a dual consent state or informed party. So if you were to call, I don't know, say a police chief who's never heard from you before and tell them you're recording the call, mm -hmm. uh, you're probably not going to get too much further through the conversation. So we do uh, what I call a ride-along, which is basically us being able to hear uh, the script delivery uh, work like you were sitting in the room with the person, uh, but do some immediate coaching okay. where you hear maybe they're deviating from that initial intro or uh, they're just struggling with uh, explaining what the client does. The uh, other interesting uh, part that we've started to do is um, we'll have them shadow uh, someone who's uh, you know very tenured mm -hmm. and been doing this uh, for a while and watch how they do it. So there's quite a bit of it is um, when you're remote, you are alone basically in front of a computer. So you don't have that office environment to pick up tips and tricks from others and how they uh, can do shortcuts to make the process mm -hmm. faster. And by that, I mean a lot of that's using the database or using the software. Uh, so that will usually, uh, maybe not day two, but by the end of the first week, we'd like to have them shadowing another colleague. Okay, so on the afternoon of the first day, someone will listen in with them, someone, either you or someone more senior on your team will listen in how they're doing, make suggestions or tips to them. And on day two, does that continue? Or on day two, they're pretty much on their own if they seem to be doing okay? Yeah, if they're underway, we like to give them a little time to settle in, okay. you know, get comfortable with what they're doing. Okay. Um, we do daily uh, calls in the morning and evening. So it's, uh, it's not entirely set afloat, you know, set adrift in the ocean. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a team that they're on and they're able to bring up uh, any questions that they have. And any point during the day, everyone's uh, encouraged to stop whatever you're doing if you're not sure and reach out and ask.
And who would they reach out to? Are they assigned, is it a manager they would reach out or is it assigned to like some sort of mentor, another senior person? Yeah, we have uh, directors of operation okay. uh, who they're basically reporting to. Okay. So that's their, their go-to person. Okay, so anytime today they finish a call, I said, I don't think I did this right or I have a question, call them up, ask, no problem, correct? Yep. Yeah. And how long would you say, based on your experience in the business now, that at some point you say, you know what, John or Joe, you know, this this isn't cutting it. How long does it take for you to really realize, yeah, this person is going to be good. This person is eh, not going to be so good. It's apparent pretty quickly. Okay. Um, you, you can tell, uh, you know, we're, sales is a, maybe not unique, but it's an interesting uh, mm -hmm. Uh, area to work in because, uh, as they say, you know, it's it's all in the numbers. Mm -hmm. You either did it or you didn't, mm -hmm. and you can very quickly uh, look at things like call records and talk times, mm -hmm. and uh, quite frankly, it's results. So good, found that good people uh, start producing pretty much week one, okay. and people who struggle will work with, mm -hmm. uh, but if you simply can't pick up the phone and call somebody, that it's hard to coach somebody who just simply can't right, do it. Right, right, And there is a group that frees up or, you know, it's it's uncomfortable to call somebody who hasn't heard from you before mm -hmm. and interrupt their day and mm -hmm. ask them to do something on your behalf. And that takes a, you know, special kind of salesperson to do it. Okay. The, the last question I want to ask you is, do you have kind of, you know, I know you said you have a, a script and you, what was the term you use? Not as a track or something? Talk, talk track. Talk track yeah. that you have. But do you have other materials that you give to your, your, your lead generator? Okay, here's our manual. Here's our policy and procedures on how we do everything. You have something like that that you give to them? I'm assuming. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. Uh, we do uh, construct a playbook for each client okay. because they're all different. They do different things. Uh, the one commonality is that we're always selling to government. Uh, so yes, yeah, they get access to the playbook, all the marketing materials, videos, things that uh, our clients are able to provide on what they do. And um, as new things come out, kind of that ongoing uh, coaching and training would be to keep them informed as to changes and updates that are happening on behalf of the client. Okay. So, Mike, thank you very much for kind of spending some time with me on orientation, how you train your lead generators. It's kind of an unusual thing for me where orientation is literally half a day and boom, they're going out and they're making their calls. It's kind of a, a new thing because in most of the organizations I've dealt with, usually orientation is a day, two days, three days before they go out and start to do what they need to do. But if someone wants to get a hold of you, how do they go about doing that? Based on what we do, I always say, just give me a call. My number is 202-997-8858. We're here in Kensington, Maryland. Okay. To the listeners out there, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to like, to comment, to subscribe to my Foolish Thoughts podcast. And I want to take tell you, Mike, thank you so much for being with us uh, on this particular episode about orientation training for lead generators. Thanks, Joe. It's a pleasure. And to learn more about A Fool for Learning and how I can assist you and your organization with an appropriate learning solution to meet your business needs, please visit my website at afoolforlearning.com. This is Joseph Barone, the CEO of A Fool for Learning, signing out. Remember, 
learn, perform, succeed. With us uh, on this particular episode about orientation training for lead generators. Thanks, Joe. It's a pleasure. And to learn more about A Fool for Learning and how I can assist you and your organization with an appropriate learning solution to meet your business needs, please visit my website at afoolforlearning.com. This is Joseph Barone, the CEO of A Fool for Learning, signing out. Remember, learn, perform, succeed.